0: Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings.
1: There is a young lady joining us in the studio now who is a first. Uh, and she is the first female Asian footballer to join an elite European club. It is the guest's name is Danelle Tan, playing for Barisa Dortmund. It is such a pleasure to have you in the studio right now now welcome
2: thank you for having me yeah and
1: <laughs> congratulations on this amazing milestone of yours how does it feel
2: i think it's a really proud moment for me um it all feels like a culmination for all my hard work um and yeah i just think i'm really excited to get started and and get going
0: well, just a bit of perspective for our listeners and then we'll work backwards. Borussia Dortmund, one of the biggest clubs in world football, in the Bundesliga, probably won two with them and Bayern Munich. Yeah. Their former manager, famously, was Jurgen Klopp, who is now managing at Liverpool, an absolute superstar. You have joined one of the biggest clubs in the world. Firstly, how does that feel?
2: <laughs> yeah, like, like like you mentioned, it's such a big club, you know. I think there's so much history behind it. i visited it a few times, you know. I've seen the yellow wall, which is like the stuff of legends. Um, so it's just a it's a it's just a very proud moment for me and my family, and just yeah, just very excited to to get started.
1: I think an obvious question is, how did they find you? How did you how did you get onto their radar that they would even know to uh, put you through trials and 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 then eventually accept you on the team?
2: So I was exploring opportunities overseas. Um, I was moving overseas and sort of venturing abroad was always sort of a when and not an if. Um, and I knew that if I wanted to continue pursuing my dreams of playing professional football, that I had to, to go overseas. And so that was something that was I was exploring. And so when I was um, looking at Europe, because that's where all the the big football is, right? Um, Suresh Lechmanen in Singapore so he was he works in Dortmund in Asia and so he mm-hmm. sort of presented this this opportunity to me um, and the Dortmund women's side is, is it's a very interesting case because they're the slightly newer side they're not as sort of well renowned as their men's side in that sense because they only set up a couple years ago um, and so it's it's a newly building project but with the club and the investment that's going into the women's side it's it's definitely a project I'm very excited to be a part of it was something that we were we were very open to and so I made the trip in December to just take a look at the facilities talk to um, to people around there and so we met with the head of women's football at Dortmund Svenja Schlenker um, and so you know she took us around the facilities talked to us about their projects their ambitions the club's ambitions for the women's side as well Um, And so then when we made the trip again in February, that's when I I started to train with the team. I had trainings with individual coaches there as well. And so that's when it really kicked off.
0: And this is the part where some of our Kiasu parents listening may (laughs) faint. You and your family have decided to put your university studies on hold. You've just completed your A-levels. So this would be the time now to look at universities. But you and your family have decided, nope. you've got one shot to be a professional footballer. You can study at any time. How did that decision come about?
2: But yeah, believe me, it was a it was a very tough decision. Um, but I'm very grateful that I have very supportive parents, and you know, it's a very unorthodox sort of mindset to for 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 them to support their kids trying to pursue their dreams. You know, putting their studies on hold. Um, and and when I was accepted to to the U.S. University of William and Mary, the coaches there and the, wow. they they were brilliant, you know. And, and 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 it was such a tough decision to make. Oh,
0: I didn't know that you've already been accepted at a yeah. U.S. University. You just yep. skipped over that. Yeah. <laughs> William and Mary is one of the
1: oldest, yeah. most renowned it universities. Is. It's in Virginia. Is that right? It's in the original Jamestown. Uh, settlement area. It's an uh, it's an amazing school. It is. So, so it must can, have been hard to put exactly.
2: That you can tell why how yeah. hard it was. Yeah. But you know, like I said, like Dortmund's a it's a very special club. Um, and so when we went there and we, you know, we watched some of the games, the f- how passionate the fans are, you know, that really tipped the balance. Um, and my dad always tells me, you know, you can you can study at any age, you can study any time, but there's only a short lifespan that you can be a professional footballer.
0: Are you listening, Singaporeans? <laughs> are you listening?
1: <laughs> well, good for you. Now, when you um, when you go now, you're, you're about to you're about to go yep. to finally settle in and live there. What are you looking forward to? What are you expecting to find there? What are you nervous about?
2: Oh, that's a good. Are question. Are you nervous? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think it's like adulting coming in at full swing. Mm. You know, I'm going to live in a country by myself in an apartment by myself. Um, you know, I don't even speak the language, so that's definitely going to be a huge challenge. You're going to study? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to. I'm doing a German language course, so that I'll, I'll be studying it pretty intensely. Uh, five hours every day. So hopefully I'll be fluent in about a year's time yeah. and hopefully I'll understand what's happening in training. <laughs> so, so just,
1: just run the right direction. That's yeah. yeah hopefully yeah. i just follow. Along. <laughs> yeah, just follow everybody. No, don't follow. Lead. Lead. Yeah.
2: Follow. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think there'll be many challenges. Um, but I'm very excited and I think, I think I'll be out for it. I think I'll adapt and, and, and just. Yeah, go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Listening
0: to you now, you're still only 18, right? You've got this extraordinary ambition and drive Mm -hmm. in someone so young. It's extraordinary just listening to you. When did this start? So just for the benefit of our listeners, take us back Mm -hmm. two things. One, when did you realize, I want to be a footballer, Mm -hmm. I want to go as far as I can? And then just give us an overview of that journey from that point.
2: I've I've had this question quite a few times, and and I always say I don't, think it was a specific point where it clicked for me you know I can't I can't think of a specific point where it was like oh yes this is really what I want to do like I want to be a professional footballer I think it was more of of a time frame um, but I would say 2019 was the year where where my career sort of really took off in that sense and what it, happened
0: what happened
2: yeah so so in March 2019 I played in the UEFA under 15 tournament in Singapore and and I was the top goal scorer then in in, the, in that tournament and, and, and that was that was I mean it was a really good tournament for me because that was the first tournament that I was playing in my actual age group I was always playing years above me uh, in the national youth teams um, and then later that year I got called up to the senior national team and then At I 15? 14 14 yeah I hadn't okay. even turned 15 yet right. um, wow and this
0: I, is and Lionel Messi <laughs> level of <laughs> over age achievement mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, and then and then I made my debut, and then I scored in my debut as well, and so that made me Singapore's youngest goal scorer ever, male and female. Um,
0: <laughs> Get it in there, yeah. male
1: <laughs> and female Might as well.
2: And so that and, and so I feel like that year it really it really took off for me, and I and I really felt that you know this is something that I could definitely pursue. This is you know this is something that you know I'm good at, um, and. I think from that year on, and then I had I had overseas stints in IX um, in 2019 in and, the Netherlands. yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then I was looking abroad as well and seeing the level there. and, and then I think from that point on it, it, it sort of clicked for me and it, it sort of became a thing that yes, this is what you want to actually do. And this is what you want to pursue. Just, just
0: to add briefly, Glenn, for our yep. listeners, and then you went to London. Was that on your own? Yeah. So, you, so you're in London at what age on your own?
2: Uh, so Jan 2022, I moved. So that's when I was 17.
0: 17 on yeah. your own, and you're playing for the London Bees, yeah. which is the women's team of Brentford. Is that correct?
2: Uh, no. Oh, no, I'm wrong. No, no. Um, Chesn,
0: Chesn. Chesn. Okay, well, yeah. you're playing for a decent London team. Yeah.
2: So then the third division.
0: Right. And yeah. how did you? What was your standard like compared to the the, the Angmo guys and the rest <laughs> of the guys in the London team?
2: Um, I think it's a it's a different style of football. You know, the the UK is a lot more physical, so I think technically I could you know I could compete well, um, but physic physicality was somewhere was an area that I really had to to improve on. Mm. Um, but I think I you know I I definitely held my own. I scored uh, a couple goals, two in my I'd say twelve appearances, I think. Um and so yeah I, I could definitely hold my own and it it was it was a very good opportunity you know I made a lot of good friends and and I really improved a lot as a player there as well and it's it was just good to to see a different side of football especially in the UK.
0: We haven't said your position what position? <laughs> no,
2: I yeah. I play as a number 10 central attacking midfielder or sometimes as a number 9 as a center forward.
0: Hmm. Literally so. literally the Lionel Messi
1: right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are talking with 18 year old Danelle Tan. The first Asian female footballer, the first Singaporean female footballer to join an elite European club, she is uh, starting a one-year contract this month with Borissa Dirtmann in Germany. And what what are what are what's missing in the mindset of some Singaporean families that don't see sport as a as a good investment? You know, your family is, I would ha- I would say, very very unusual. Yep. Um fortunately, we're seeing more of these more of stories like yours, which is great. But Dana, what what are what's missing in the mindset of Singaporeans who feel like oh, just have to rush, 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 get into school, get the highest grades, get on, get a job, do all this sort of stuff in a traditional role versus a sports or an arts role. what, what what's missing in the mindset here?
2: I think I guess a lot of a lot of Singaporean parents and, and parents in general traditionally think that getting a good education will lead to getting a good job will lead to money and so the, and so that's the very traditional route but I think that and, and so they, I guess they say that if I'm gonna be you know if I want my kids to be focusing their time on education then there's no time for playing other sports or doing other things but you know on the contrary I think that sport has helped me a lot not even not only in my studies but just you know making me maturing me as a person and teaching me so many life skills.
1: What have you learned? What are some of the lessons you've learned or skills you've learned?
2: I think time management is one of the biggest things because, you know, if I'm going to school and then I'm going to training and I have games and I have all this commitment, it's, it's sacrifice. You know, I can't, I can't be doing so many things. Everyone only has 24 hours in a day. So I can't be spending my time on, you know, as much time on social media or, you know, there's so many times that. I've had to miss out on hanging out with friends because I've had training and it just wouldn't fit with my schedule. And so, you know, sacrificing time and putting in the effort, I think, is something that has been so apparent in my life. And it's it's really taught me, you know, to that if I want to chase something that like if I want to chase my dreams that, you know, it's got to take sacrifice. It's not going to be it's not going to come in with a snap of my fingers. You know, it's not going to be like just because I want it, I'm going to get it. It's going to be, you know, hard work, grit, determination, which are skills that you're going to need in life, Hmm. you know, skills that are going to help you in the working environment. And so to be able to learn it so young um, with sport, I think it's so, so crucial.
0: Wow. And this is where you get to be a filial daughter and say nice (laughs) things about your parents. So let's turn it around. What is it about your parents that is so different? Glenn is right. It is quite different, that mindset. Why are they so supportive of you? What is it about them that has helped you along this journey?
2: <laughs> I guess you got to ask them. <laughs> no, but I think I think they've always had a so my dad, he used to play sports at a very young age as well. Um, at a high level. I think he, you know, he competed in in the in the national. He played water polo. Ah. And so he he competed in the national schools competition. Mm-hmm. So I think he also realized how important sport was to a kid growing up. And so he's always been very supportive of you know all my siblings i have three siblings as well all my siblings playing sport and it could be anything you know I, growing up i i played a whole host of sports um you know i did i did ballet which is the typical uh singaporean chinese girl s- sort of sport and then i played chess i did a bit of track and field and then i and i played football so you know growing up we've we've had our fair share of sports and it always helps that you know you have three siblings to always always play sports with but I've always you know, had, had a hand in all these different sports and I think that has been really important to my sort of growth and development as a person and, and it's helped me in my football career as well. Yeah,
0: And your timing is exceptional because the women's game, as yeah. you know, is exploding. It's always been big in countries like the US mm. and Australia but now predominantly it's global now. The Women's World Cup is kicking off yeah. very shortly. So what are your ambitions with a sport that is exploding? Where, how far do you think you can go?
2: I, so my dream is to play football professionally so hopefully all the way you know to the top leagues to to as far as I can go and that's and that's my dream but like you said you know the women's game is, is it's so nice to see the women's game growing so quickly and and and, and becoming such a big thing now in, in global football um, and my dad's always said that I've sort of always been at the right place at the right time and so it's really nice that you know right is,
1: is there some is there some luck involved in in oh, what you've achieved so far
2: definitely because it seems like
1: you put in all the hard yard as they say you've put in so much effort yeah but what about this uh, this element of timing of luck of being at the right place at the right time
2: it's definitely a, a portion of of this journey you know I, I don't think you can anyone can say that you know hundred percent of it was hard work or talent you know I think probably 80% percent is hard work that you know it's a non-negotiable you have to put in the hours to get to where you want like the 10,000 hour rule Right. But I think you know, twenty percent is still going to be luck, and it and it could be anything. You know, a scout comes down, and you're not having the best of your games, and and your opportunity is blown. Um, mm. But you know, luck is is still is still a, a, a part of the of the game, and and I wouldn't say that you know I, I haven't had luck on my side. I think I'm very grateful for all the opportunities that I've had, um, and so yeah, it's definitely it's definitely played a part.
0: Who are some of your sporting or maybe non sporting, but who are some of your role models or? People you look up to, you see as aspirational. You say, I look at that person, I think that's the kind of career I would like.
2: Yeah, that's that, that, that's interesting. Um, I would say that in terms of, no, I wouldn't say like career, that that's the career that I wanted to have. But I think growing up, my dad was always a huge role model for me. Oh you know it's 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 everything you know living with him and seeing his 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 determination and and he's instilled a lot of good traits he's he's exemplified as well but also there's something that you know i've 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 come to learn um you know it's you know hard work great determination these kind of things that that and and sacrifice is a huge thing that he's always you know made sure that all of us, all all his children have implemented into our lifestyles at a very young age. And so that's, he's been a huge role model for me.
1: They must be so proud of you. <laughs> and just to hear you speak this way about them. I mean, it, it is really, really, truly amazing. So when do you actually leave Singapore? 16th July. 16th. And yeah. you'll go directly to Germany? Yeah. And then
0: apartment training. <laughs> when does training start? So, so it's an apartment. You're not sometimes the young players they live with yeah, you know sponsored no. families. You're gonna be on your own yeah. in Germany yeah. at eighteen. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a sacrifice. <laughs> that's real endeavor. Is it
1: close to the training ground and everything? Or? Yeah,
2: it is. Yeah, so it's about I would say twenty minute walk. From the oh, training. Yeah.
1: So you will have time to listen to uh, your your German language <laughs> training course on your, yeah. uh, on your earbuds while you're walking over there. Yeah. Um, what's the first thing you're gonna do? Like when that first game happens? Mm-hmm. When is the first game? Do you know?
2: Uh, Offhand. Not right off the top. Of yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. A couple of months, though. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. What's that gonna feel like?
2: I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a huge moment of pride for me. Um I think you know just stepping out in the black and yellow colors is stuff mm. of dreams you know people grow up dreaming of that Yeah Um and so I think it'll be it'll be a really proud moment for me and yeah hopefully I think my my family my my dad and my mom should be in the stands watching so oh. that'll be really
1: At, nice After your first game can we do a phone interview with you? Yeah, sure. When you have a minute, <laughs> have a minute right? Yeah. So we can
0: get your, you know, yeah. how, it and, and and we'll how get it's your, going. Will, at some point, we'll get their parents in. Yeah, and you get your parents in i on yeah. well. Like their parents to come into the yeah. studio. Fantastic. Okay, you're heading off to Germany. What are you looking forward to the most? And what are you slightly apprehensive about, if anything?
2: <laughs> um... Maybe I'll start with what I'm a bit apprehensive about. Sure. I'll say the food. <laughs> um, yeah, German food. The
1: <laughs> daughter of Singapore, folks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, German food is different. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it was, it was quite funny because I have a few German um, friends in my boarding house now in, in the UK. And I was asking them, you know, what's what's one food that I really have to try? You know, if, if I have to only eat one German food for the rest of my life, what would it be? <laughs> And they said a schnitzel. <laughs> and I tried a schnitzel when I went there and it's not the most flavorful thing. <laughs> so I was, oh, not looking forward to that as much. Um, you
1: going to take some chilies with you?
2: Yeah, no, I can't eat <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Yeah, um, But uh, I think there are a lot of things I'm looking forward to. I think the whole... The whole project I think is something that I'm so excited to be a part of. Mm. Um and, and you know the, the facilities there are world class. I was I, I went there and I had a training at the Footburnot. I don't know if you ever if you've ever heard of it. It's like a dome and mm. there are balls flying out at you mm. and then, you know, these boxes light up and you're supposed to put it in and it's one of only four in the world. Mm. So you can imagine, you know, what an honor it was to train in there. And so these kind of things that, you know, you're never going to get in Singapore. You're never going to get many places in the world. Mm. Um, So I'm really excited to, you know, just go there and improve and build as a player. Because I think, because I know that, you know, the facilities and the training and the the coaches there are definitely going to be able to take me to the next level.
0: Wow. Well, well. once you develop your self-confidence, you'll be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: just, need a, just need a little more confidence to know. <laughs> just, just a fantastic. little more. Fantastic. All right, final word. Singaporean parents out there listening. My child wants to be an athlete. Should I? Shouldn't I? What would you say to them?
2: I, say, I would say go for it. You know, I think... I think dream big and then work so hard. I I've I've always said this that, you know, dream big and then work so hard that, that they can't tell you no. And you know, you know, we've we've mentioned the luck aspect of it, but I think I truly believe that if you if you put hours into it and if you work hard, that the luck aspect becomes smaller. I, I can't remember what I, I don't know which golfer said it, but you know, he said, I've practiced this stroke so many times that the luck aspect of it, you know, has, has fallen. That mm. if, I, if I were to hit it a hole in one, you know, or if, I, if, if it was a short putt, you know, mm. that, you know, any random person, maybe the luck the, the luck, the percentage of me getting it in the hole would be like 60%, mm. for example. But he's practiced it so many times that his is probably 90%. And the luck, you know, has shortened from 40% to 10%. Mm. So if you work hard enough, you know, it will come. Yeah. Uh, i say dream big enough.
0: It was Gary Player who said, the harder I play, the luckier I get. There we go.
2: Mm, Gary there we go. Player.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Danelle Tan, football player for Borissa Duttman, the first Singaporean, the first Asian female. We are so excited for you. Wishing you all the luck. Congratulations. Safe travels. And we look forward to watching your career.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Amazing story.